things he won't share with us The darkness in his brain The dungeon's master's plan The pleasure and the pain What's better left unknown Keep calling out to me I hear him think out loud To die Only the brave shall come Open to page one My name is Che Webster and this is the Roleplay Rescue Dungeon Master's Diary Welcome rescuers Here I am back at the mic and taking you behind the scenes of my own tabletop role-playing game journey Day by day, week by week Each diary episode features my audio notes, recorded here and there between my regular gaming sessions. Assembled into a rough edit, these notes form a journal and let you take a peek behind the Dungeon Master's screen. But do be warned, there are spoilers aplenty for anyone who plays at any of my gaming sessions. It's also a pretty candid and messy snapshot of my inner life as a gamer. You have been warned. Hey, Jay, this is Jason, Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Just recent, listen to the recent pre-release of the DM Journal. It's a five. I don't know. The one that talked about our game. I did really enjoy the game. Thank you for pl- for putting it on. You, know, you did a great job. You're being too hard on yourself. But I totally understand. I just finished a game of ICRPG Colonial Gothic for Pete Jones of the Dragons of Real podcast and my son. And I suffer the exact same thing that um, imposter syndrome, that DM imposter syndrome. I think that I should have done some things differently, and I feel I kind of let them down at some points. And I totally understand where you're coming from. I um, I should have prepped better for that game. I I feel that in addition to prepping more, you know, having written down the NPC names and descriptions, and I, I, I feel I ended up, and it was, you know, I was buying time in a couple places while I kind of thought through my mind what I was going to do, and and I think that was probably pretty obvious. So, yeah, I feel pretty bad about this recent session. I've asked Pete to give me some feedback, and I hope he'll be honest. Um, he's not going to hurt my feelings, but I, I definitely want to know what I can do to make it a better game in the future so anyhow i just want to let you know you're definitely not the only person to feel that kind of you know dm imposter syndrome so and you did a great job on our game so don't feel bad about that i'll talk to you later bye hey saturday morning 8 45 a.m just been to the post office Time for an unboxing. What have we got here? Quite a sizable package from Celestial Games and Books Limited. I don't know what this is. Ooh. Yeah, right. Uh, okay. Uh, plastic bubble wrap. Well, those are rather nice. Um, on top I've got basically some sets of dice and a pack of cards and it says Alien. 
way. Right, two sets of alien dice. Black and mm, green yellow. Alien custom deck of cards. This must be the alien RPG. Oh yeah. It's Saturday evening and I'm just kind of reflecting really on the day. Just watched um, Glass, the movie with Deb, my wife, which is really nice. And, um, you know, we had a good evening. Going to go to bed shortly. But this afternoon I was doing some, well, a bit of wanting to prep for solo gaming, I guess. And I'd had my traveller set out. And I noticed something kind of odd that happens when I'm... I guess struggling to know what to do. It's like when I don't know quite what to do with a setting or what to do with a game or whatever. Now, bearing in mind that I'm committed to GURPS, so I'm trying to use GURPS for more stuff. And I decided to try and play Clap Traveller, so I grabbed my GURPS Traveller book out. And this morning I grabbed my Classic Traveller book out. And the first thought was, right, let's see if we can build a bit of a, a silo setting using the kind of spirit of the original classic traveller um, and the guidance, if you like, from the GURPS 3rd edition traveller material to try and kind of update to 4th edition. So my plan initially was to use the templates from 3rd edition and, you know, just sort of build a character using those. I sat down to do that this afternoon and before I knew what I was doing I was typing away furiously editing um, Cephas Light and sort of almost trying to rewrite it to use um, the character creation system from Classic Traveller to sort of build a GURPS character and I kind of suddenly realised about maybe an hour or so to work down that this was completely a red herring, a blind alley. And it struck me that, hey, hang on a minute, what are you doing? You have GURPS, 4th edition, Interstellar Wars, the Traveller, Interstellar Wars book. Why don't you go and grab it off your shelf? And so that's what I did. I went and grabbed it off my shelf, and then I built my GURPS character using one of the templates in there. Et voila. If I'd only sat down and done that in the first place, I'd have had a couple of hours extra time to actually play. But there we go. The weird thing is that I noticed a process here. I really struggle with... I really struggle with using somebody else's universal world, just as it is, and I always want to adapt things to my own kind of tastes and this comes I think from my really earliest gaming experiences being games like Classic Traveller. Classic Traveller is one of the most influential games for me and um, that idea that you would just use the framework of the game and the kind of some of the tech and some of the ideas that are there and you would build your own world is really ingrained in me but there's another part of me that really paralysed by choice and when I have kind of the freedom to sort of tweak and change and do things myself, I 
can you really get into a sort of decision paralysis? And I always try and empower myself by essentially trying to restructure it. And this often leads me to be typing furiously away, trying to convert one thing from one thing to another. And it's weird. And I really can't explain it. And I don't really understand it. And I know I've got to think about it more. Hey folks, it's Monday night. I've just literally walked in the door from work. Let's put my phone down. And I've got a couple of parcels, so I thought I'd just open them here and there. Um, because I know how much you love a good unboxing or unpackaging. These are both in packets. First one from World of Books. I think I know what it is. And I think that a certain Mr. Aldridge might be impressed. Here it is, Black Sand! Got a copy of Steve Jackson and Ian Livingstone's Black Sand. Um, which is actually written by Mark Gascoigne and Pete Tamlin, but doesn't say so on the cover. <laughs> yeah, lovely, fantastic. I'm hoping to nick this and use this for the tables that Dave says are in here somewhere about building your own towns, which is kind of what I'm into. Um, one of the few Final Fantasy books I didn't own. First published in 1990. There you go, first edition. Not in bad, too bad Nick either. A little bit thumbed and, and a bit of a folded cover, but not too bad. Which makes this one a bit of a mystery. Don't know what I'm dealing with here. Uh, got a, again a sealed air, kind of one of those jiffy bag type things. Um, what have we got? Ah, marvellous! Kind of just in time, actually. This is from Square Hex. Uh, Pete Regan's Square Hex, fantastic. The Adventure Design Booklets Project. Ooh, thank you for your backing the Adventure Design Booklets Project. Here's a 10% voucher that can be used at squarehex.co.uk where you'll find a full range of mapping paper pads and sheets. Visit us and enter the code. Won't tell you what it is. Offer in 30th of, just, of November. Fantastic. And the other side of that card is squared paper. Awesome. Uh, what I've got is uh, a bunch of... A5 booklets, which are basically um, uh, the little campaign booklets. So you've got a front page that has a big kind of title box, a big box, empty box at the top, and some lines at the bottom. Sort of bottom, what, third-ish? And then lined paper, hex paper, lined paper, squared paper, lined paper, lined paper, lined paper, square paper, lined paper, lined paper... Lined paper, squared paper, lined paper, squared paper, no, lined paper, lined paper, and lined paper. So basically a few pages of lined, quite a few pages of lined paper, quite, which is in two columns, by the way, uh, quite a few pages of squared paper and a hex pad. Perfect timing for me because I'm just about to start working on some sci-fi and I'm thinking, actually, I can do my um, sector map on the hex and notes and stuff alongside it. Fantastic. And I've got one, two, three. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight of these. Um, I think there were about, it was about um, 12 pounds, I think, maybe, as much as that. Um, so we're talking like 120 or whatever each. Can live with that. Awesome. Good stuff. All right, it's um, sort of middle evening Monday night. Avid followers of my blog will know that uh, yesterday I posted a, po uh, well, a blog post um, 
talking about the beginning thoughts of a sci-fi setting that I've been thinking about. So I have taken the Gygax 75 challenge from Ray Otis's Plundergrounds and I am applying it to a sci-fi setting. Um, so Arcana Gravitas is the working title of my broad kind of uh, universal setting and I have been thinking a little bit about the bullet points for week one and I recorded those on my blog um, but I've been thinking about one of them a little bit more today I was I was driving home today um, listening to a podcast but really kind of my mind keeps drifting away uh, here and there and I was thinking about the Sixth bullet point I took a note of, which was that magic and psionic powers are all but unheard of on Terra, but have manifested strongly in the higher-end technological remnants of the aliens. And the aliens are in inverted commas. It's a kind of human-like alien. Um, and I was thinking about, actually, how I think I'd like the Terrans to have a very rare, but basically a psionic power. And I would like the um, alien tech... Um, and the alien tech in inverted commas there, really, the alien approach to things to draw upon magical sources um, because I just like magic. And even though this is a, um, you know, speculative fiction setting, science fiction setting, I kind of want to bring those elements in. I don't know why. So I'm going to just let that noodle around my head a little bit more. I may end up changing my mind again by the end of the week, but I, I feel quite... Um, yeah, quite like I'd like to... I've always wanted to do a spacey setting which had magical elements in it um, that wasn't Star Wars. <laughs> ah, so, yeah, I'm I'm also trying to draw... I've had a couple of people question me about, you know, oh, you know, so what area of tra Traveller are you going to do? Because I, I put my post out with images of Traveller and Classic Traveller. But actually what I was intending to do was to take the tra Classic Traveller approach, which was basically Classic Traveller when it came out in... Uh, 77 was three little black books as you're probably very aware but it didn't have a setting it was assumed that you would use these tools to create your own setting and that's kind of what I'd like to do use the tools and and by tools that also not just the rules but it also includes the elements of the setting because Traveller made some assumptions about you know the technology of the far future um, best exemplified in my mind is, is sort of laser pistols with cables that run to power packs that are on your belt um, and that sort of stuff, you know, laser rifles with power packs on your back, which I've always found to be way more convincing, if bulky. Um, so I'm going to noodle around my mind this evening and, and just sort of see what elements I want to draw out. Um, but I thought I'd better say something on the diary. It's Wednesday morning, I just wanted to record a quick bit to let you know how I'm doing. This week is incredibly tough at work. Um, essentially, our department's being reviewed as an annual thing. Um, but actually, it's coming around earlier this year, and uh, that's a little bit tough, especially at this time of year. But anyway, um, one of the things that happens is they come and watch our lessons, and they did that yesterday. Um, it's, you know, I don't know how you would feel having your performance judged on someone watching what was for me 44 minutes of my teaching in the year um but essentially that's what happened and it's fine <laughs> uh so i survived but i was so tired yesterday and i'm really tired this morning so the other downside of it was that i had to cancel the club i, I knew this was happening but i kind of had to cover some of the school club last night because i was on detention duty and also because following that 
uh, event, I knew I would be shattered. Anyway, I'm kind of back to thinking about my science fiction setting. Someone on MeWe has suggested, on MeWe group, has suggested crowdsourcing some ideas. And yeah, I'm kind of up for that in a way, but I'll, but actually I'm, I'm really also wanting to do my own thing. Uh, so I'm torn. <laughs> but I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to come up with a core sort of bullet points for the setting and some core ideas. And then I think I might open it up on the MeWe group and perhaps on Discord for a bit of chat about some of the details. Um, steal a few ideas from people, which would be fantastic. Anyway, that's where I'm at. Uh, not much hobby. Um, which, you know, it's kind of the way it goes sometimes, right? Wednesday night. Um, tired, actually, but pretty cool. Just been spending a few minutes flipping through GURP space and... Uh, I guess I had a bit of a wobble about my sci-fi setting today. I've sort of realised that a lot of the things I threw down quickly on Sunday are sort of like off the top of the shelf, you know, kind of quick stuff. But I don't know, it feels a bit dull to me. And I'm starting to wonder what I want to do. And I'm really torn about a couple of things as well. I'm torn about whether to go kind of quite hard SF with the map, you know, thinking about that ahead of time I suppose in some ways but do I want to use Terra you know Sol um, and have a pretty accurate near star map or do I want to just get a pair of dice and roll a random subsector old school traveller style but that led me on to thinking about what I really want from the game and I think I really do like exploration games but I was thinking about scope and scale and and uh, sort of I don't know uh, this campaign, the universe, if it's for me, it doesn't need to have much scope at all because, and scale, these can be quite tight because it's just me and one guy on a ship kind of thing. But if I'm thinking about involving other people, it sort of needs more. And I don't know, I'm quite tall about that. So I'm letting things mull a bit, um, doing the thing, taking the week. It's midweek, so I've got plenty of time, but. Hmm, it's kind of difficult, isn't it? Like nailing down what you want and what you don't want as much as anything. <laughs> I don't know. Thursday morning, despite having an incredibly difficult day yesterday at work, I kind of went home feeling, well, exhausted. But I sat down with my GURPS books last night and uh, I kind of slept on it. I was very torn about what to do and I actually had a little bit of a conversation with Paris and with Frank um, we because of our three voice episodes we started having kind of like a lot of conversations on Telegram and um, Paris unlocked something for me he got me to talk about a thing in science fiction that I most want to do and oh my goodness so I dreamt about it and this morning, I'm kind of woken up, energized and excited, and my Gygax 75 SF challenge has kind of started to coalesce, and I'm really pleased and really happy with that. So I'm not going to spoil any of that here, but I am going to start pulling that together. And I'm, I think what I might try and do this weekend, although I'm gaming on Saturday night, so I don't know how much time I'll have uh, until Sunday, but I'm, I'm hoping maybe on Sunday I'll sit down to do a blog on the, the end of the week where I got to, because I started this on sort of... Saturday night, Sunday morning, so I'm counting it as Sunday morning uh, as the first day of the week, 
And so by Saturday night, where am I up to? And I think if on, sat, if on Sunday, Saturday night or Sunday, I kind of blog that, that would be good for the end of week one of Gygax 75. And then I can start the, the next step, which I'm really excited about. Um, but put it this way, I've got um, more energy now for this kind of, this game. Um, so this Arcana Gravitas science fiction setting has kind of really started to come together in my head. And um, oh my goodness. And I, I, I cannot iterate enough how important it is to be excited about the games you're running. Um, you know, I, and the other thing I realized as well is that, in kind of listening to, to Tim Shorts talk about GURPS this morning as well, and I realized that I really want low points for characters. You know, I'm talking maybe 60, 70 something point characters. I really want them to be kind of just about competent human beings. Um, none of this superpower stuff, none of this kind of um, bizarre, well, I think bizarre, overpowered, kind of like God complex inspired uh, stuff that we get in so many games. I'm not interested in cinematic role playing games. I'm really not. And um, it's just a preference, but, and I'm not dissing you if you do, but I'm just saying, uh, man, I, I just want to, I want characters who will be challenged by, you know, things that I'm challenged by. But I'd be able to overcome them, and um, I think I think I'm really jazzed up about doing a science fiction. Kind of, it's hard in one sense, science fiction game, and very fantastical in another sense, science fiction game, because you know we want wonder in our universe. Okay, um, I think that's a, a thing I'm quoting or paraphrasing from GURP Space. You know, one of the reasons we take our games into space is because we want to see wondrous things, and uh, we want to travel the stars, and I, I kind of want to bring that to my game. Awesome. Okay, so it's Thursday evening and um, I'm home a little early. We got evacuated from work today uh, because of the rain and the flooding. And uh, <laughs> I drove through so much water today. Absolutely crazy. Um, and so here I am at home a little early. Um, but it's kind of cool because... Debbie's out at uh, Kitty Cafe in Nottingham and uh, sort of enjoying some time with her friends and the cats. And I've got an extra hour or so, I suppose, of the evening to enjoy alone. And so I'm going to basically, aside from having something to eat, I'm going to dive straight in to get my head around the hobby, really. I got really excited this morning, and you probably heard, and I continue and carry that excitement forward. Game on! Sunday morning and I'm feeling pretty well tired and also pretty down actually um, for various personal reasons I had to cancel the online game um, of GURPS last night which you know we we're trying to do the second session of Hall of Judgment adventure um, I was hugely disappointed because I was looking forward to that but there was not much I could do about it um, Oh, what else? I've been having a few serious downs in the last few days, so the more I listen to um, various podcasts, the more I look around online, the more I uh, talk to various people who I talk to, um, the more I feel inadequate as a, a... a gamer really as a 
as a GM, as player, as podcaster. And um, I know this is like largely irrational, but it, it's how I feel, you know. Um, so yeah, I feel pretty down. I kind of made myself pull my notes together for... I've been doing the Gygax 75 uh, challenge that Ray Otis suggested, but I've been doing it with science fiction stuff. And I made myself kind of do a summary post this morning, blog post this morning about that, which was kind of cool. It kind of gets that out, and I'm now on to making a map, which, you know, is is a much easier thing to do than spend a week thinking about, you know, a, a universe. Um so I'm, I don't know, the first part of that, at least rolling the, you know, the map randomly and using some random tables sounds very appealing to me and, and, and quite good. But, of course, a big part of my brain going, you're never going to play this, so why are you bothering? Um, but I don't know. It's better than nothing, eh? <laughs>